0: when i was being trafficked Mm -hmm. i had a guy that was undercover and he was working with the fbi and that was the first person i told my story to so that's my why that's why i know my story matters because i was able to free myself and over 80 plus women so that's the first time you have to know the value of your story in order to even want to say it because it's not necessarily something people say, oh, I want to grow up and be a motivational speaker, I want to be a transfer, I want to be a coach. I didn't want to do none of that. Yeah. I just wanted to be married and be in a loving family and have kids. Like that's all, I and, and, and to be safe. So the byproduct of me sharing my story the first time is when I saw the power of opening my mouth to share my story. I took a chance on myself and I went to the Great American Speak-Off and I, was, I told my story. That was what Grant caught Grant's attention. So he, everybody leaves off stage, and I'm I'm bro- heartbroken. Like I made it this far. He's taking three people to the growth conference. I wanted to speak on that stage, yeah. and I, you know, I didn't give up. But I was I was I was very happy. I was like, you know what? I was gra- I had gratitude. Yeah. So I walk off stage, and all I hear is the crowd going, Shemichia, Shemichia. Wow. And <laughs> like I was freaking. <laughs> I'm like it's it's over so grant hears them Mm -hmm. and he's like turns around and he's like wait 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 everybody wait no i don't like to follow the rules (laughs) like there's and i have this footage i just haven't put it out yet but he was like there's a woman on that stage that i have a-list celebrities and i would trade them to have her speak at my stage any day There's two parts to this, right? Number one, I believe your gift will always make room for you. And so I knew my gift was speaking. The hardest thing I had to do was believe in myself. I don't think people's problem is necessarily speaking. I could teach you how to do a signature talk, I could teach you how to book stages, I can get you corporate stages, I can get you stages I've already been on, a little mm-hmm. kickback. <laughs> um but I, I can show you the, the the blueprints, the 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 way my speaking is a business. Mm-hmm. There's a front end, a back end, split revenue, shared revenue, like it's a real business i'm actually applying for a grant every day okay. in order to help other women that have been eco- economically impacted be able to share their boi- voice to lobby politically like so now i'm going after like political standpoint and yeah. speaking as well because that's where the change happens getting their gotcha. stories and their voices in front of politics as survivors yeah. when we're trying to push legislation so that's a whole another side of it but some tips that i would go off of is
1: Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, I am excited for this conversation. We have a dynamic individual uh, recently met. uh, (laughs) We met at actually a Rockefeller Mastermind Conference in Atlanta. Had an opportunity to talk briefly. But the cool thing about these masterminds, and this is what we talk about all the time, is we exchanged information. I had a chance, Shemitria, to listen to a previous interview that you did, and your story blew my mind. So, I am excited for you to tell your story to my audience, for them to be able to get a chance to know you, yeah. um, you know, because people will see you today and they see the success, right? Yeah. And you'll tell them a little bit about that, but yeah. your backstory is so amazing for you to be able to transform your mindset, to yes. be able to be here today. So, yes. welcome to the Equity Tap. How are you doing today? I am today? so
0: happy to be here, y'all. And, no, I'm just so happy and grateful and thankful that a lot of times we go to these masterminds and we meet like 20, 30, 40 people.
1: Yeah.
0: We follow up with five, and then it'd be that one, that breakthrough. So I I think for you, you know, I met so many people, but for us to actually be here, and I'm not even from Memphis, but... I made it a point to hit you up when I got here. Yeah. That is the thing about investing in yourself, going to these events and things like that. So I just wanted to piggyback off of what you said and yeah. say, I'm glad that we both follow through.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So look, I know you've had an opportunity this last year for you. It's been amazing. Yes. Uh, I know you've spoken and graced, man, some major <laughs> platforms, platforms that I would love the opportunity to <laughs> uh, to be on. And that's kind of where I want to start. I know yeah. that you did the Grant Cardone Conference Tell me a little bit about that. It's called GrowthCon. What is this conference called?
0: So it's called 10X Growth Conference. And it's about 40,000 people live and in person. And it's the biggest conference in the world for Mm. entrepreneurs. Wow. Um, People go there that are CEOs, that are in real estate, but that are business owners that want to 10X their business. Gotcha. And um, it was a part of 10X Stages. So uh, Pete Ferguson and Grant Cardone both partnered. Okay. Another thing about partnering with businesses, Pete Ferguson was a hundred thousand couple, maybe a million dollar business. It's okay. grossing, you know, close to the 500s now Ooh. because he partnered with Grant Cardone, okay. which blew up his business. And so at first it was called Advance Your Reach. For me, I was a public speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. I always do, you know, invest in myself in order to sharpen my skills. Yeah, That's why when you pay, You can play. (laughs) So I showed up in the room. I took the courses. I was there. I was active in the community, and they came out with an opportunity called the Great American Speak Off.
1: Okay,
0: for people that don't know, it's coming out soon. So I I got an NDA. I can't say everything, but what (laughs) I can say is that it is like the American Idol, but for speakers. And so I think right now there's this shift where we're shifting from entertainment to education yeah, yeah, yeah. because times are getting harder and people are getting smarter. Yeah, Let's just sure. be real. Sure. And so with the Great American Speak Off, I applied. Um, it actually had a little bit over like 40, 43,000 people mm-hmm. that applied.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: They took it down to the top 100. Yeah. They took it down to the top 10. Mm-hmm. They took it down to the top three. Wow. And I was not in it.
1: You weren't in the top I three. was not in the top three.
0: So what happened was Grant Cordone again... Your intention is what captures people's attention. So I don't, I wasn't a multimillionaire. The people hmm. that made it were three men, business grossing millions of dollars, big and huge employees. Like at the time, I'ma just be honest, I was doing real estate on the side. I was a police officer. Wow. Okay. And working at UPS on the side. Like I was just hustling. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was getting money. I was happy. <laughs> but I took a chance on myself and I went to the Great American Off and I was I told my story. Okay. That was what Grant caught Grant's attention. Gotcha. So gotcha. he everybody leaves off stage, and I'm I'm bro- heartbroken. Like I made it this far. He's taking three people to growth conference. I wanted to speak on that stage, yeah. and I, you know, I didn't give up. But I was I was I was very happy. I was like, you know what? I was gra- I had gratitude. Yeah. Absolutely. So I walk off stage, and all I hear is the crowd going Shemitia, Shemitia. Wow. <laughs> it like I was freaking. I'm like. It's it's over. Yeah. So Grant hears them mm-hmm. and he's like turns around and he's like, wait, 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 everybody, <laughs> wait. Now, I don't like to follow the rules. <laughs> like, That's there's great.
1: yeah,
0: and I have this footage, I just haven't put it out yet. But he okay. was like, There's a woman <laughs> on that stage that I have A-list celebrities, and I would trade them to have her speak at my stage any day. Wow. And I didn't know who he was talking about because I felt like I didn't really show up that well. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, everybody who wants to be a speaker out there, it's one thing to be a speaker in front of a couple people, but when you're speaking and it's a competition and wow. you've went through round after round and you can't tell the same story, mm-hmm. you have to sh- wow. you have to share different stories. Oh, I'm I'm kind of giving y'all some insight cuz it's season 2 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they still got auditions going on for season 2, so y'all y'all might want to listen to this. <laughs> they round after round after round, you have to change your story mm-hmm. and I, I froze on stage I did a great job yeah. but it was forced okay and I think they felt that which is why I didn't make the top three gotcha gotcha but because of the work I had already done yeah,
1: yeah. because of
0: all the other times and the other things and tapes and everything they saw of me that was enough that even when I messed up in that moment. Mm-hmm. What's for you is going to be for you. What yeah, God has yeah, yeah. for you, nobody could take that away. Um, yeah, so I believe He touched Grant's heart, mm-hmm. and so Grant calls me back on stage, and he's like, "I'm bringing Shamitria Gonzalez on, like, to growth conference. She's the only woman representing for the women yeah. out of everybody. Like, everybody, <laughs> The crowd goes crazy. Uh-huh. My daughter, I bring my daughter, my 14 year old daughter, everywhere with me. Okay, because. I had her, you know, and I'll share a little bit of my story later, but mm-hmm. she she's a product of God being God's child, Okay, and um, I kept her. And after doing that, I was able to, you know, basically I was a single mother. She went to college with me. She went to, um, I even adopted her out and got her back. Like, mm-hmm. me and my daughter been through the ringer together, yeah, yeah. but I bring her with me so she knows why her mama is, what she's doing and why she's out doing this. Yeah, yeah. So basically, she runs on stage. She was like... It's funny why she did it, but she runs on stage and she's like, hugs me, stand an ovation. Yeah. Like at first the crowd was like, like it was best moment of my life. Okay. Because one, my, I realized that dreams do come true.
1: Yeah.
0: Two, God had to show me that it ain't you. He had to make, he had to make it a miracle mm-hmm. and like show that it's something that's greater than, so when things are going hard in your life yeah. or it don't go the way you want, don't don't doubt God yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> because
0: instantly he turned it around yeah. and then made space for me to be the only woman. And then it wasn't like the normal three winners. Mine yeah. was like a second chance and handpicked for by sure, Grant Cordon. Sure. So that is how that situation happened. And of course, y'all got to watch the show to see what else happened. <laughs> but let's just say I got to speak at growth conference the next year. Um, got every, all I got booked from that one stage. All you need is one opportunity. Yeah. I got it's booked in- for the whole year. I'm booked until April of next year and I'm still getting bookings now.
1: Real quick, there's two major mistakes that entrepreneurs make when building their business. One is association and two is continued education. Here at the Equity Tab Network, we've created the Equity Chasers Club, a private community of entrepreneurs designed to help you as an entrepreneur avoid the major mistakes that most entrepreneurs make and take your business to new heights. Inside the Equity Chaser Club, we network with like minded entrepreneurs on a weekly basis and share vital information designed to help you as an entrepreneur grow. Secondly, continued education. We've created the Equity Chasers Learning Hub. Inside the hub, we have hours of exclusive content designed to help you develop your skill set and your mindset so that you can become a well-rounded entrepreneur. In the video description, you will find a link to the Equity Chasers Club. Hit the link and join a thriving community of entrepreneurs and take your business to new heights. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Now let's get back to the video. What are some of the other stages that you've been able to speak on due to that? Due to that. Stage. Yeah. Oh,
0: great. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Summer Day, summer day, Fear into Faith. Um, right. I'm a woman that is a very much a woman of God. And not all stages you're able to, you know, there's preaching and then there's speaking. Okay. Um, I feel like i combine the two. Gotcha. And I just disguise. Because <laughs> even when I'm preaching, I'm speaking. And when I'm speaking, mm-hmm. I'm preaching. Like, either way it goes, I'm always, you're going to, ex- God is going to exude through Absolutely. Me. Yeah. So... Fear into Faith was where I was able to preach my first sermon. It was right. it was a, it was about five hundred people there, but twenty one people got saved. Wow, my first altar call.
1: That's amazing. The next
0: day we baptized them. I always start with this one because the other stages are great, but like yeah. that one, it um, I got lives, to sure. that one yeah. changed that one changed my life. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was before growth conference, but because they knew I was going on growth conference, yeah, they kind of had you know brought me <laughs> out. I'm just saying because what happened was you have all these speakers in the room. What do speakers do? Speak yeah. on stages uh-huh. and host events. Sure. So you have all these people. That, that's where I needed to be. So yeah. I was in my right room. But um I also got to speak at the Zurich Classic, okay. um, which is the biggest golf tournament in the world. Wow. Um, I got to speak at Dress for Success Worldwide, um, as kind of like an affiliate for them. It's mm-hmm. the biggest not-for-profit for women, um, economically empowering them. And they give them clothes and teach them etiquette and you know, business resource skills, things like that. Um, I got to speak at Essence. I get to speak. I get to speak at Essence yeah, yeah, yeah. in uh this upcoming July. Wow. Okay. All of this is a byproduct of me showing up, investing in myself and actually taking action and yeah. you know and there's there's a lot more. So anybody that through a stage I didn't mention, it ain't that it wouldn't be important,
1: but yeah, (laughs)
0: those are just the biggest ones I could think of. (laughs) For sure. Let me
1: ask you, because I think speaking is, I looked at something a while ago, but the the statistic is people are more afraid of public speaking than actually dying, right? Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've had the opportunity to speak in front of crowds and it's always that nervous feeling before you hit the stage. Yes. And I know that this is a service that you actually offer as well. You teach Mm -hmm. people how to tell their signature story. Correct. Tell me a little bit about that and maybe some of the tips that you utilize to show up on stage to be able to deliver your story.
0: Oh, thank you so much for asking that. So there's two parts to this, right? Mm -hmm. Number one, I believe your gift will always make room for you. Mm -hmm. And so I knew my gift was speaking. Okay. The hardest thing I had to do was believe in myself. Yeah. I don't think people's problem is necessarily speaking. I could teach you how to do a signature talk. I could teach you how to book stages. I can get you corporate stages. I can get you stages I've already been on, a yeah, little yeah. kickback. You know what I'm, yeah. I'm just saying am <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I can show you the 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 blueprints, the 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 way my speaking is a business. Mm-hmm. There's a front end, a back end, split revenue, shared revenue, like it's a you. real business. I'm actually applying for a grant every day in order to help other women that have been economically impacted to be able to share their voice to lobby politically. Mm -hmm. Like, so now I'm going after like political standpoint in speaking as well, because that's where the change happens, getting their stories and their voices in front of politics as survivors when we're trying to push legislation. So that's a whole another side of it. But some tips that I would go off of is I teach not just speaking. There's a lot of gurus out there right now. Mm -hmm. I'm the speaking community really don't like me yeah. because mm. I'm not a typical speaker. Okay. So I don't speak to sell. Okay. I speak to impact. And through that impact, I sell.
1: Gotcha.
0: Off the stage. Okay. When I show up, I stay. Mm. I ask for the details of the entire conference. I'm yeah, not just yeah. going to come and speak. If you're giving me a free ticket, I'm going to soak up that knowledge too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know the responsibility of opening up people's hearts, okay. because my story is one of a kind. Yeah. And when people believe in me, they love me, they like me, they trust me, I can get anything I want. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. And it's not what happens on the stage, that's cute and all, it's what happens off the stage. Yeah. So for me, with Signature Talk, the very first thing I do with you, it's called, and you can do this guys on your own, it's the first thing I do with any of my clients, is called life mapping. Life mapping. Break that down. So life mapping, many people have been through trauma and they think that speaking is all about sharing a sad story Okay. to be able to get people. That's not speaking. Every single organ- event organizer mm-hmm. has something that they need from you. Number one, they need to sell tickets. So you got to build a brand. Yeah. Number two... They need to add value to their audience of what they said they were going to give them.
1: Absolutely. So you got
0: to come with your systems correct. And you got to have processes that are actually going to help them. Okay. Adding value should be the number one thing that any speaker thinks of yeah. when they're going there. And then number three, you need to research. Hmm. You need to know what the person is, what they represent. Who? Okay. You're going to have to say yes, I mean no, to some really good Opportunities because it doesn't fit your brand. Yeah, absolutely. And I've done that. Yeah. I'm talking about big money. Mm. Um, it, it's not worth it for me. Yeah, They're, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not a video vixen. I'm not doing it.
1: Wow.
0: So it was a somebody who had a big porn. Plur- he was um he um interviews porn stars and things like that. And gotcha. you know he heard about my story and he was like talking about like prostitution. I'm like wait, wait. <laughs> like yeah,
1: yeah, wrong yeah, person. No.
0: That's not my thing. For sure. Um, but it was a he was offering me twenty five thousand dollars. Mm. Like how many people can say no? You yeah, know, yeah. but. These are things that as we're growing as speakers and things like that with the life mapping, you have to figure out wh- who you are, what you've been through in life, Yeah you have to put it on an actual like grid. Like if you're 30 years old, I need mm-hmm. you to go from zero to 30. Okay. And we go back and we pull from things that you remember stories because people remember stories. They yeah. don't remember yeah. speeches. Mm-hmm. They don't remember products. They don't even remember what you got on. Mm-hmm. They remember your story. Yeah. Tony Robbins, I know his story. Lisa Nichols, she didn't have $20 to pull out of the ATM to get her son, Giannani. You know, um, Les Brown was born in an abandoned building yeah, with two yeah, kids. Yeah. Like, we remember the stories. Shemitria sure. Gonzalez is a that survivor of That is absolutely true. We remember, that's the next. So, we have to create your story first. Okay. Sometimes when you're pulling that story, you can't get it from just saying it. You got to see it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: most people, they don't remember their story. Yeah. So, they go out and they start speaking. They're lying. People wow. fact check. Yeah. Anything for me? I'm. You type my name in Google right now. Everything pulls up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I went, I I went back and looked for my own fact checks. Yeah. I asked people That's what important. my story yeah. was. I talked to family members because guess what? My story ain't got nothing to do with my family, mm-hmm. but it does involve my family. Yeah. And I'll never forget. I wrote a book. I actually took it off the shelves and I'm redoing it because I told all my family business, <laughs> forgetting that they're still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So we we we. I go through. All of that mm. to create something called your signature speech. So your signature speech is the speech that people are going to know you for. It's your story. For sure. But we have, it's a whole, before anybody can book a stage, you, know, you need to know what you're talking about yeah. and that's going to be consistent because that's what the world is going to remember you for. Okay. So the first thing is your signature talk and now give them one more nugget. Okay. After you get your <laughs> signature talk together, what you can start doing right now is researching because after signature talk, then you research where you want to speak at. Okay. People don't know you. Yeah. They don't know your campaign. Of course, there's other things. Uh, speaker kids, signature. You got to get a reel, mm-hmm. you know, get your proceeds together. But like, that's all a part of Unleashed to Speak. And the reason yeah. I chose my company's name as Unleashed to Speak is because I'm a survivor of human trafficking. Yeah. My mouth was taped closed before. Like I've been beat. I've been broken down. I've been, you know, silenced. Yeah. I could never say no. Mm-hmm. I, I have to give my body away. I can't say no. And say, so now that I'm unleashed yeah, yeah, to yeah. me, I'm telling my story to everybody yeah, for sure. and we going to break awareness. We going to be, I'm in strength and power. Ain't no shame in my like. Yeah. So that's why I chose Unleash to speak. And as I spoke for over a decade, I just got paid this year to do it. Mm-hmm. I realized that many people are speaking to sell but I'm speaking to raise a, bring awareness and impact and do all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like people are so muted. They're, vo- they, they're voiceless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's many different people that are out there that have stories. But like when you're unleashed, that means it's time to go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah for It's sure. not
0: like w- you come to me to get unleashed yeah, 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 because yeah. I'm somebody who's been unleashed. And I gave myself permission. One of my favorite quotes is by Madam C.J. Walker. Okay. She said, I got my start because I gave myself one. Wow. You don't have to ask anybody. You give
1: your own self to start. Yeah, that's powerful. You you don't like many people
0: are like going to these gurus. Like how I have a speaking course. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, you come to me. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go step by step by step by step. I'm not even booking you for a stage until you got everything ready. Because you know what? I got a stage, forty thousand people, and I had no processes. Wow. I had no funnel. No website. No, I'm no. Why didn't anybody tell me this? For sure, for sure. But what I did have was attention. Yeah, and attention is the most valuable thing in the world
1: today. But, attention <laughs> is the most valuable thing. But you know, I think that's that's so interesting because a mm-hmm. lot of people will wait because I'm in yeah. the process of, well, I've been in the process of launching several businesses throughout yeah. my career. And it's always, man, I got to get this together. I got to do this mm-hmm. before you actually step out there. Correct. But you know, I think the powerful thing in what you're saying is you went through that experience. So now that you can start your own company, Correct. that you can show other people the things, the mistakes that you made. Correct. Had you not started and took that step? Correct. You would have never knew that, Hey, I need X, I need Y, I need Z yes. to be able to capitalize off these opportunities.
0: Exactly. I want to
1: go back a little bit because yeah. you told a little bit of your story. But I'm yeah. curious prior to doing the Grant Cardone competition, yeah. how many speaking engagements did you do prior to that? Oh,
0: Lord Jesus. So, um all the way to the very beginning, um the way that I was able to get out of like the first let's start talk about why it was important that I decided to share Absolutely. my story. Um so when I was being trafficked, mm-hmm. I had a guy that was undercover and he was working with the FBI. Okay. And that was the first person I told my story to. So that's my why. Mm-hmm. That's why I know my story matters. Yeah, Because I was able to free myself and over 80 plus women. Wow. So that's the first time you have to know the value of your story in order to even want to say it. Because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily something people say, oh, I want to grow up and be a motivational speaker. I want to be a transformation. I want to be a coach. Yeah. I did not want to do none of that. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to be married and be in a loving family and have kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's all and, and, and to be safe. Yeah. So the byproduct of me sharing my story the first time is when I saw the power of opening my mouth to share my story. Yeah. After that, I started. I got I got a full scholarship to go to college. Thank you, Southern University at New Orleans. I mm-hmm. wrote them my story. Okay, I didn't have a GED, mm-hmm. a high school diploma, a ACT, a SAT, or financial aid. Yeah, I had a story, mm-hmm. and I wrote I wrote every HBCU I could. Yeah. And I told them my story, I said, I have a baby from being trafficked, I have redeveloped myself, I got saved, I'm go- I'm trying to get my GED right now, mm-hmm. I just applied for FAFSA, but I know y'all give scholarships, and I was wondering if you could make room for somebody like me, I would yeah. be the best student that you've ever had. And I had like 28 scholarship offers. Wow! I chose Southern University wow. at New Orleans because they gave me and my daughter a one-bedroom apartment so we could be safe and I also had security and I had to do a lot of different things, yeah, yeah, yeah. change my name, you know. I, this is scary because when people think of trafficking, they don't realize that's the mob. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, And
0: so even for me now, I look different. I still have some stuff that's kind of branded so I, I don't really show it and okay. I'll, I'll talk about that later but at the end of the day, when it comes to sharing your story and how I shared my story and the way that everything conspired, it literally started from that. So yeah. when I got to college, First time I shared my story, saved me from trafficking. Mm-hmm. Second time I shared my story, got me into college. Yeah. When I was in college, I started, you know, I tried out for the volleyball team, the basketball team, got two more scholarships. Wow. Then I realized what a refund check was. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? My refund checks was like 30 bands Wow. every semester. Because guess what people gave me when I shared my story? Private scholarships. Wow. Donations. 30 grand grants, for ref- at le- I'm talking about was, five years yeah, plus
1: nowhere close to that yeah I'm serious <laughs> because
0: I mean you have to think about there is a budget but when you get a scholarship that's not part of the budget that is your private money. And sure. so they knew, I shared my story. I said, I want to go to college. I want to change my life. I don't want to be a victim. Yeah. I want to be a survivor. Like this is why people, I encourage people to share their story in spaces where it makes sense. For you sure. know, everything isn't your space. Okay. So after those two times, I started speaking. The first thing I did was um, I started speaking with the Louisiana Foundation Against Sexual Assault. Okay. So I started coalition building and grassroots building. Hmm. So I'm speaking in front of politics and I'm speaking in front of all these lawyers and and and, and, and pro- not-for-profit CEOs and stuff sharing with them why they should invest into housing women that have been trafficked, why they should change the legislation yeah. and make the airport actually ask for documentation when these women are being flown around. Wow. If you have a child, they don't even ask for documentation under the age of 17. They just, hmm. you just tell them your name. And now, so I've worked on that legislation yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, to help survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault. Like, so I started my speaking journey in political arena. Gotcha, then gotcha. I started going into um, schools. So okay. I did this program called Teen Sex and the Law. Okay. In the state of Louisiana, they have Napoleonic Law, which is French code, and it's like grandfathered in. That's why they can do whatever they want. Hmm. But hmm. 13 and 12 is statutory rape. Okay. How many people have a 13-year-old son? How many people- know that they may have a girlfriend or... This is a new age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many people don't know that 13 and 12 is statutory rape? So if that 13-year-old and 12-year-old come to your house, mm-hmm. you're getting prosecuted. Wow. The son is getting prosecuted. And the chief prosecutor for the state of Louisiana came to me because I was sharing my story. Advocate, she was like, you have a great voice. I would mm-hmm. love for you to come to schools. I'll pay you... <laughs> to be able to do this work, but the pay was through a not-for-profit and I had to go with that. So it was very low, but again, it was my first paid kind of stages that- I was advocating and, you know, helping individuals, but I was teaching young kids what the statutory laws were. So I was telling them, like, basically there's a three-year gap in Louisiana. This is just a little awareness, y'all. But in the state, and for anybody- (laughs) This is interesting, because I don't know
1: this. This is yeah.
0: Exactly. So I think that in every state there's different codes, different laws, but a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old that is boyfriend, girlfriend, the parents find out something happened. If she prosecutes the boy, then he's going to jail. He's considered a sexual assault- felon for the rest of his life, wow. he has to, like, you can't get housing, can't, and like, this is, she said, she came to me, the chief prosecutor was like, the reason I want you is because I'm, 90% of the boys that I'm prosecuting mm-hmm. in these age brackets are black.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: And I'm like, wow. So then I started at, like, being in front of big stages of mm-hmm. kids, and y'all, <laughs> any motivational speaker, I actually do a tour called Pipelines, um, I'm, um, um. Pep Rallies with a Purpose. It's in Dallas, Texas with King David Reeves. So we tour schools and we bring all these different entrepreneurs together and we come to their Pep Rallies. We do like events for them. And I would advise like any of the people that are on Unleashed to Speak, I offer that as a service for them to come and practice. Because if you want to get good at speaking, speak in front of kids. Let me
1: tell you something. (laughs) Speak in front of... You talking about holding some attention. It is the most difficult thing to do. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Now for me... I'm a beautiful lady. I dress really well. I try to be hip, like. But the first thing I get is like cat calls little boys, you know. But I've never not captured their attention, and I started with them because my intention was to serve them. For sure. And I shared with them my story, and then I shared with them why I'm there to help them, and then I also was giving them information that could change their life. So that was the second versus stages. Then I started doing something called YOS. That's your own stage. Okay. I don't tell people to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I say use OPS, which is other people's stage. Okay, that's what how. That that's what I did look like? this year.
1: Yeah, what did that phase look like when you were doing your own stage? Oh, geez.
0: <laughs> it looked like the first thing, show that I threw. Okay, I owed money. It yes, looked like yes. me starting off with open mic nights for poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then it looked like <laughs> open mic nights for like rappers. Then it was like launch parties for empowerment. Then it was like club promotion. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This
0: is not what I signed up for. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, it, what it helped me do was it helped me to be able to do all this experience is why I'm able to teach now. For sure, for sure. So after I did you know, my own stages, then I was like, you know what? Look, I need a product. Yeah. Then I wrote a book. Okay. And I was like, well, how do I write a book that makes sense and that's competing with everybody else? Mm-hmm. I wrote a book with my daughter. And be, if people know my story, they know how my daughter was here, mm-hmm. what happened with me and her, and why it's so important that we yeah. would write a book. The book is called The Reflection Eyes See. And the reason we decided to write the book is because, like I said, I realized I was I spoke politically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had done other people's stages, I spoke at schools. But it was like, how do I make money as a speaker? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this isn't adding. The math ain't mathing. For like Taraji P sure. said, yeah, the math yeah, th- wasn't yeah, mathin'. Yeah. And so I'm like, it has to be a system. It has to be something I can do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I need products to sell when I speak on stage. Sure. So I wrote the book. Um, I did a really cool um, campaign where me and my daughter, I had my daughter do everything from start to finish. I videotaped okay. everything and I started promoting it. Gotcha. So the reason all this matters, guys, is because one, I want you to fact check people. When they're telling you that they can help you be a speaker, if they don't have the background and they don't have the experience ask them for three references of people that they've spoke on their stage or that they've helped before you even pay them a dollar like i'm being real because i this really breaks my heart that people get the attention of people and they're ready to share their story And they feel like they want to make it a business, mm-hmm. but the person is only worried about dollars. Yeah.
1: yeah so they yeah. got
0: twenty people in the class, twenty thousand people in the class, fifteen thousand, like yeah. fifteen hundred. They got. And you th- see
1: that a lot now.
0: I'm now. so over it. I'm, oh, I'm here to dismiss. I'm, I'm here to interrupt <laughs> the speaking industry. I like y'all speakers. Yeah, we, yeah. we got. I got. I got some bones to pick with y'all.
1: For context, let's go back just a little yeah. bit in your story, and then I want to pick back up because yeah. you, you're doing some amazing things in the real estate space. I want to talk yes. a little bit about that as well. Mm-hmm. But for context, tell everybody just a little bit about your story yeah. and how kind of your journey started.
0: Yeah, no, and thank you for asking that. I think uh, the, the reason that I'm so excited about this podcast with you is because I'm gonna make it a standard. I think a lot of people only wanna hear my story. Yeah. So the fact that you, I'm so excited because you're actually asking me stuff that's valuable and I have so much equity inside of me. Absolutely. And On the equity tab yeah. that it's, it's, it's pulling it out of me. So thank you for your podcasting and for pulling this out of me because yeah. I didn't even think about that, you know? But um, the way that I like to sum up my story, I've told it a lot, but for those that don't know, I always say I was a small town country girl who had a really big dream. Mm -hmm. So I was born in the country to a a mom and dad, and we've talked about this, but they were sick with the sickness of being addicted to drugs, right? right. And so, you know, from the time I was born, I had crack in my system, Mm -hmm. fighting for my life, and... You know, I was, my mom tried really hard and, you know, she's, you know, getting better. You Mm -hmm. know, I keep praying for her. I love her so much. And, you know, she went through a lot in her life, a lot of trauma, which allowed her to pass that down. So I was kind of tossed around place to place, home to home, Mm -hmm. beat on, you know, touched a lot because when you're a little girl like me and you're bubbly and you're beautiful, ladies, watch your daughter. Men, watch your sons. That's all I'm going to say. Because when you are in a space and you're trusting, back in the day, I'm in the country. Everybody, we just get up and this was before technology like that. I'm only 32, but I had life without technology for a little while. (laughs) So, you know, we played outside and I was always, you know, but I was always somebody's burden. So I I suffered with abandonment and rejection because everywhere I went, it was like people, I'll take her, you know, foster child, you know, we like her because she has all these complications from birth, dyslexic hyperactive you know you get a lot of money for children that are in the in the system yeah. that have problems right mm-hmm. so you know a lot of people would always take me but they didn't love me yeah, yeah, that yeah. I always felt like a burden so I learned to be quiet I didn't talk a lot mm. but I watched I observed and I listened yeah. so that was the first thing before I spoke I listened yeah, yeah, yeah. so I always that's just a nugget for y'all but um around 15 years old I was like you know what I'm over this. So I go to talk to my counselor and she's like, why don't you emancipate yourself? I'm like, emancipate? What is that? Mm -hmm. She was like, well, you can become legally grown and you can get your own checks and you could take care of yourself. Wow. I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) So I go through the process of emancipating myself and now I think I'm grown. Young girls, mothers, if you're watching this, enjoy every moment of your life because I feel like my innocence was ripped from me. Be a child while you're a child. Be a young teenager while you're a young teenager. Be a young adult while you're a young adult. Be a young lady while you get to be a young lady. The only thing that it's not gonna stop is time, no matter what you're going through. And if I could tell my little girl so something, I would've told her to be patient.
1: Yeah.
0: And I would have. I would not have gotten emancipated. Okay. I would have, Because when I wasn't emancipated, I had people watching over me. Yeah, 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 I had people sure. to talk to, I had people to care about I me. Mean, I had a whole system and that's why the system is designed. It may not be perfect, but it is there to protect yeah. you. So just I, I like to give that nugget out because one of the biggest less you know, mistakes that happened was after I emancipated myself and was legally grown, I thought I was grown. Mm-hmm. So when grown things started to happen to me. I didn't know I was a child and I didn't know it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So basically, long story short, I had to get a job and the job was right across the street from my school. I worked at Sonic Drive-In and these girls would always come up to me. They was in a nice car and stuff like that and they were just vetting me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. What did I suffer from? Abandonment and rejection. What did they offer me? Friendship and family. So the girls were recruiters for a really big time trafficker. And for people that don't know, trafficking is when you take... Women, um, or they come through the act of coercion, which is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. They didn't just come and snatch me from Sonic. You know, that's, that's like taken. Yeah,
1: because that's what you, once you think of it, you see the movie taken and you right. think, it is. that's because I right. got to watch. Yeah. This is interesting because you don't know that they have these elaborate plans already exactly. in place. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I think in the black community, one of the things that I want to debunk mm-hmm. is pimping ain't easy. All the ladies in the pimp's mind drop it like it's hot. The pimp ball, stop playing with that word. Yeah. Pimping ain't just something they do for fun. They're coercing, coercing those women's mindset. And ain't nobody in their right mind gonna mess with men and give it to them men for like yeah. it's it's just a lot of those women they target are women that were like myself, mm-hmm. that grew up kind of in poverty, didn't really have nobody emancipated, foster children, watered estates. My I'm also Spanish. Okay. Women that come from other countries that have been sold because the Mexican mafia is a big deal. Mm. The people that I was dealing with was not black. Yeah. I never actually, actually, I never saw a black man come in and pay for services. Wow. Never. Not when I was being trafficked. Yeah. It was every other race. Mm. It was a very expensive delicacy. Okay. 2500 was the going rate. Wow. So when people, I want to debunk the myths of like hoes walking down the street in high heels Selling themselves to give it to a man that's their boyfriend. Yeah, that's not trafficking. Trafficking is a elite system and group of individuals that work together from the political area, from the and this I have. Um, I'll send you some links okay. to the articles and different things like that. So if people do want to learn more about it, um, this is an actual case and okay. it was a forty-two ring bus operation that dealt with the principal, a a, a pastor, a coach of a high school, wow. Frisco, Texas. Yeah. One of the richest areas in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. one of the biggest growing areas in the state of Texas that is right up there by the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not right up there by the border, but a lot of them get in through yeah. the border and migrate up that highway 90. That's that's known for this. Mm-hmm. So um basically, you know, that's just a little bit of you know awareness into what this really is. So when I say trafficking, I want you to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Women that were beautiful, bodies done. Before bodies was done, yeah. like this was they had surgeons. At, before it used to just be the breast, but that's yeah. how you knew they had money, um, Maseratis, big cars, big mansions, and yeah. you have a 15 year old girl who's legally grown working at Sonic Drive In, and they're on it every day, giving yeah. me money, talking to me. So they bring me in, and the way they got me, it wasn't money. I didn't need money. I, yeah. I never came from money, so I didn't care about money. Okay. That wasn't gonna get me. They yeah. weren't like, "Girl, yeah. let's make this money." Yeah. No, they said ain't no girl like you should be by herself out here. You need somebody to protect you. Yeah. You know, we got a whole system, we got a family, we stick together. Yeah. I was honored mm-hmm. to be a part of what they did. For sure. The little girl that was hurt and broken yeah, yeah. in me was honored. Mm-hmm. So it started off, and this is why I say coercion, poker tournaments. Mm. So I would go to poker tournaments and what they said was you won't get money, but you'll get the family, the protection, the love, You'll get a house, you'll get a car, you know, we'll take you where you need to go. They used to come to my games. I was doing poker, like, can you imagine me playing volleyball and hear this group of women come with me, you know? But they were watching me. Mm -hmm. They weren't supporting, they were like basically targeting me. For sure. And so after I started doing the poker tournaments, to me, it wasn't that bad because Mm -hmm. I had, first of all, I didn't think I was loved, I didn't value myself. I didn't know an example of what a real woman should be. Mm-hmm. And I was very hurt and vulnerable. I was the perfect target for these women. Yeah. So the man started touching me at the polka tournaments and stuff. It was like a little bit more, but I wasn't being penetrated. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this went on for like a year. Okay. These people are strategically, and now there's a book called Pimp, P-I-M-P, by yeah. a man named Iceberg Slim, who was a very synonymous pimp yeah, yeah. back in the day. And he changed his life, fell in love the woman he fell in love with actually, he would tell her his stories, and she was like, "These are very interesting. You should tell other people." And now that you're out of that life, they kind of need to know. Yeah, for sure. So I actually appreciate the book because when I read that book, was years after I'd been saved from being trafficked, mm-hmm. and it let me know how my mind was coerced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody who wants to know, like, well, how would this? How did you not know? Yeah. Read the book, yeah, and yeah, you'll yeah. understand. You be surprised at what I get. This. This, people ain't just happy for me, number yeah. one. Number two, I'm facing the mob, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my life is in danger, which is why I have so many properties and move around so much. This mm-hmm. is a real thing. Yeah, 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 so sure. that's why when I share, I'm sharing because I really want to impact.
1: For sure. Like,
0: And if I were to lose my life to this, mm-hmm. it's cool, I gotta trust. I got a life insurance policy. My kids straight, and yeah. I didn't put it on record. Yeah, that' what it is. So really, when you put it out there, they they not gonna come for you as much because they know you have power.
1: Yeah, so that's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, and I wanna, you know, tell a little bit more, but I also yeah, wanna yeah. get back. I wanna get into. The mindset transformation, right? Because oh, being so young, yes. going through all of that, yes. then coming out of it to be where you are today, <laughs> yes. that's amazing. I know Thank people you. that have not gone through a fraction of the things that you've gone through. And they Thank can you. find every excuse in the world Want to not it? to be successful. Yeah. But you have faced, and you said something earlier. Yeah. Uh, I wish I can recall it, but it was essentially, you know, don't be mad at God. Yeah, something along when those you lines. When you heart. go through something, When yeah. you have every excuse in the world to be mad, right? Yeah. And to say something like that, and to be where you are today, I want to yeah. get into that mindset because yes. mindset is huge. Yes, right? and I tell entrepreneurs all the time, mm-hmm. of course, that's who we're talking to, right? Yes. Entrepreneurs, I tell them, like the battle is in the mind. Right? Yes, and some of the things that you had to go through to be where you are today, I want to tap into that. So, oh, tell you. me a little bit about that mindset transformation.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a perfect caveat. Because basically after I got into being trafficked, years went on and it got to a point to where at you know, at the end of it, they didn't care anymore because it was a psychological game. I was just being drugged and being, you know, basically taken advantage of every night. Like mm-hmm. it it started off as one thing and then it ended up as another. Yeah. And um Basically, like I said there, I did work with somebody I didn't even know. That's another thing. I didn't know he was working with somebody. I just thought he cared about me. Yeah. And I think the God in him made me trust him because they set you up and they, you know, basically they'll say, we'll kill you, boom, boom, boom. But they also had it to where they would actually bring men in and like act like they care about you just to see if you going to talk. Mm. They was, that's how they weed you out. Wow. And then they would put it, make it an example. I didn't see some stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I don't really talk about too much because I don't want everybody coming for me, but I didn't see people, you know, get to that cold body yeah, yeah, in yeah. front of me as a way of a fear tactic. That's another reason why you, you know, I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was fed up. I was tired. And you gotta hate something in order to change it. For sure. Hate is a gift from God too. That's true. Yeah. Because when yeah. you got to that point, drastic change caused drastic result. And they did something to me to make me hate them. Yeah. And it was, you know, the life of somebody else that was a close friend of mine. But I thought for the first time that could be me. Yeah. That was the first revelation in mindset. That could have been me. Yeah,
1: yeah, So
0: that made me talk, which helped me walk. Mm-hmm. So as I got into college, remember the first thing: if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Mm-hmm. That period, your mindset is everything. But there's two words: mind and set. Mm, Break it down. Your mind is just a tool, and your tool is there to help you. Okay. It's actually there to protect you. So. We operate in habit. 90% of what we do is subconscious, 10% is conscious. That's why they say you only use 10% of your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that comes okay, from. Okay. So when you're operating out of subconscious, that means that everything around you matters. All the propaganda is why you do what you do, say what you say, speak what you speak. You ever got a vehicle and you never saw that vehicle, but then you get the vehicle yeah, and yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden you, you see, see it everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. That's the perfect way I can think of when I think of mindset because... You're not conscious of it until you become conscious of it. And then you can't be unconscious of it. For sure. Because now it's at the forefront of your head. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that happens was when I said that could have been me, yeah. I was like, wait, now I'm conscious. Yeah. Like it really, oh, out of nowhere, like, wait, this ain't right. Yeah. So when I got that mindset, I was able to speak on it. And then I started, you know changing and growing and getting out of it. So I go to college, I write my story. I did have people around me mm-hmm. that were set in what it was that I was doing. And so they helped me to get out of it. So going back to breaking down the word, mind is the tool, right? Mm-hmm. And we know how the tool works. It's there to protect you. So anything you want is on the other side of being uncomfortable gotcha. because mm-hmm. your mind is there to make you comfortable. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. going to say, this is a perfect example. If you're asleep in the morning and you press the button on the on the thing, it's gonna basically your mind is saying you need more rest. You're tired, yeah. so it's gonna make you think that's a good decision. For sure, like it's literally against <laughs> your mind is not your friend, y'all. Yeah, it is yeah, not yeah. unless you train it. For sure. it's not gonna be your friend. So the only way that you can break that first is to become conscious of it. So you someone has to tell you, like I'm telling you now, sure. that your mind isn't there to protect you. So now you're conscious of that. So when you press that button. You you're you're now. It's gonna say it's because you're conscious of it. It's gonna be like wait 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 wait. I actually have to get up now. Yeah. Because I'm never gonna feel like it.
1: Mm, yeah yeah for sure. That
0: was the number one trick for mm. my trade. Mind tool how to use that tool. Set. You ever heard? Ready set go. For sure. To get ready is to get ready. Mm-hmm. Set is to posi- put yourself in position to be able to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what set, you set the camera up. Mm-hmm. I sat here to be held up, for to sure. be able to do this. When you set your mind, mm-hmm. most people think of mindset, but they don't break it down and think about setting your mind. For sure, for sure. Now you're conscious and you can practice breaking those habits. And it takes 21 days of doing something, being yeah. uncomfortable, to make yourself be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's why, the reason I know all this is because after, like you said, I, I found out I was pimped. I found that I was trafficked. I... I wasn't conscious of these things sure. because my mind was set mm-hmm. in that low vibration of, I don't I don't matter, I'm not worthy, this is going to happen to me because I deserve it, my mama, generational curse. Yeah, Those yeah, yeah. limited beliefs were set in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For God to give me the miracle of freedom, I don't know how many people have been locked up, chained down, drugged up, raped whatever it may be, maybe you've been pimped by a job, maybe a wife that was using you for your money. Many people, it don't have to be that you went through what I've been through when it comes to physical, but mental, oh yeah, you have. And the only way to change that is to become conscious of it. Something going to have to happen to shift you. So hopefully that's why when I speak, I bring this awareness so people can be like, dang, she's, yeah.
1: That is very deep, man, because Mm -hmm. the- the breakdown, the mindset piece, right? Yeah. And and like I said, we talk to entrepreneurs, and so for you to want to be successful, for you yes. to want to reach that level of success, you got to even start thinking about the people that you're around, yes. right? Because once you start thinking and vibrating at a certain level, yes. that's how we connect it, right? Correct. Because we're vibrating at a certain energy, yes. and now I'm able to tap into your mindset, yes. and I'm learning a lot. Honestly, I don't even have questions. I just want to <laughs> sit here and hear you talk. <laughs> so, But- like you said, I forgot what it's called once you buy that car and you start seeing them everywhere. The law of familiarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that when it comes to business, right? Yeah. Because I can remember vividly when I was starting my journey, right? I, when I would get in my car, I wouldn't listen to any music. It was always audios. The people yes. that you name, Les Brown, like- listening to some of these dynamic speakers, right? And it just programmed my mindset to get up when I didn't want to get up, to do the things that I didn't want to do. So you're breaking it down. I'm hoping people are catching this because this is very powerful because the mind is the first step, like you said. It's the very first step. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and when you say, um, you said one word in there, which was programming. So literally when you set something up, it creates a system. And we operate 90% out of, we're on autopilot. How many people wake up? You don't have to tell yourself, put your feet on the ground. Yeah. You don't have to think about brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't have to think about brush your teeth. <laughs> um, you don't have but there's things that we do when you don't have to think. When we're driving, how many people have drifted yeah. and been like what like forgot you were driving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But because you're 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 Auto, your your autonomy, your body is literally firing, rewiring, and neurons are going on and off, and your mm-hmm. brain is just there, and it's it's like it's working on autopilot, right? Yeah, yeah. So once you create the program, it goes into autopilot. It's the same for business owners. Once you create the system, now you can scale because you're automating. Everybody yeah, yeah, want to yeah. automate with AI. Same system with your mind. For sure. For so. Sure. Like you talk about the tapes and things like that, mm-hmm. you can say one name and then it triggers all these other names. So you said Les Brown. When I think about Les Brown, I think about Lisa Nichols, Turney Robbins, Earl Nightingale, Zig Ziglar, Bob yeah. Proctor. Yeah. Because I've programmed mm-hmm. my mind to be a motivational speaker, to be mm-hmm. a transformational coach. And I did, I learned all of these people's stories and I would listen to it. So when people say, well, where do I start girl? Like I want to change my life. Yeah. I want to start with my mindset. How do I start?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First you have to know, You have to set your mind on what it is you want. Sure. If you want to start with self-development, I can give you people to look at, to listen to, talk to. One of my favorite people is a guy named Earl Nightingale, Mm -hmm. and he has something called the strangest secret in the world. And he says that we become what we think about, and that out of a hundred men, they'll all have the same goal, but only one will reach it. Wow. Because they don't understand that we become what we think about. So you have to think about what are you putting inside of you. Mm -hmm. The same way I think about what I'm going to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about what I'm going to eat mentally
1: yeah, every sure. day. Mm-hmm.
0: I have a menu. Yeah, yeah. Today I'm reading, I read the book, The Alchemist.
1: Okay. Like, Great book. Great I, book. Yeah. I was
0: reading that this morning. I read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Before I read any book, I read the Bible. I'm for a sure. woman of faith. That's just what I believe. Absolutely. A lot of the principles in these self-development books come, come from, the, from Bible. the Bible. Yeah. So once you start that, well, I don't have time. Let's debunk that. There's yeah. a book called Compound Habits. Mm. Erase and replace is something I'm gonna coin, okay? But you're not. When people have habits, they don't get rid of them. You change them. Yeah. So instead of just like you said, riding in your car, you can start riding in your car and listening to audiobooks yeah. or listening to Earl Nightingale. Think about what you put into your mind. You can't. Some stuff you can't get rid of, but you can become conscious of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ads. I don't watch Tell Live Vision. It's telling a Ooh. lie to your vision. Like yeah. it's it's not wow. real.
1: Words mean things. You got to really break them down.
0: Media. Do you know that media is controlled by, I'm not going to say it, but it's controlled by people that are systematically don't like the general population. It's the elitist of the world that wants to keep us low vibrational through entertaining us. Yeah. Because when you entertain, I love breaking down words, you enter inside of them and entertain wow. is to hold. He so they're holding you <laughs> by what they're putting in your mind. Yeah. And, and, and it has a, it has a hold on you. Many people don't, media comes from the word Medea. Medea was one of the most evil conniving con artists back in the world. And she used to, she's one of the people who invented the the plays with the gladiators that would eat people for fun. Like Mm. media is rooted in these evil things that are subliminal and that are putting stuff, and what I I mean by evil, if you ain't a church folk, then cool. But for people that are regular people, like most people that aren't the (laughs) 1% elitist of the world, it's us that they're that they're trying to get yeah. and they're trying to basically keep us all in a box to not be able to get outside of the matrix. Yeah. It's like blue pill red pill. Y'all thought that was a joke? How many people watch the Jetsons, mm-hmm. right? So the reason that I'm an advocate for mindset, I'm an advocate because like I said my my why is that my mind was controlled. Yeah. So I have been studying. You could see, I could go on for months yeah, yeah, yeah. about this because I never would. Yeah, it's you, in would you, for sure. you will never control my mind again. Mm. So I had to figure out what was controlling my mind. It's going to mess your head up because when you realize it's everything, yeah. then yeah. you have to be like, well, how do I start? How do I put different things in my mind? Well, just think about what you already do. Erase and replace. Yeah. So if I if you listen to music, the easiest one is listen to a podcast instead. When you work sure. out, think about that think about when you are talking to somebody you're not talking mm-hmm. you're seeking counsel mm-hmm. because what people say affects what you do yeah i don't care how you put it somebody could be it could be a cheeseburger on the thing dripping with sauce and what they say may not Get you, but what they're putting out there is the reason you will go buy yeah, that same yeah. cheeseburger.
1: I tell people all the time, man. Social media; <laughs> these are Whew. billionaire geniuses with one goal in mind, and that's to control your attention. You that's talk it. about this, right? And to think, you know, and once you start thinking about it and breaking it down, yes. you start realizing, you know, why you scroll. I tell my wife all the time, you are on the yes. devil scroll, right? We got to get on off now. these phones. Come on, but now. yeah, it's powerful, right? You got to figure out how to get control of your mind. Have you ever read a book called Outwitting the Devil? Have you? Ever I have. Read that book- oh my God, what? It's by Napoleon Hill. Movie. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And he talked about the concept of drifting. Drifting. Right? I, heard, I said that word earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's, it's it's it. And he says when he can get someone to drift, he can control you, right? Yes. He can just control you. And we don't realize how many habits that we have that cause us to drift. And another thing on habits, and you said this and yeah. you stated this, but habits come, and he said it in the book, right? Yeah. Habits come in three, habits come in four. If he can get you to do one thing, hey, yes. now he introduced another, another whole one, host. And but another it works. one the other way as well. Positivity. Yes. You cut that negative music off, right? Mm-hmm. You start listening to podcasts, you start getting introduced to Zig Ziglar, right? Yes. You start getting introduced to Earl Nightingale. Yes. You start hearing Tony Robbins, right? Yes. Because the algorithm is gonna feed those Correct. people too. So mindset, you gotta set it like you said, yes. right? And you gotta start understanding these concepts. And like I said, man, the habits, right? Once you yes. start, one good habit. It's like now I'm at yeah. the gym every day. I'm at the gym every day. Now I want to eat better, right? Exactly. Now that I want to eat better, now I'm thinking about my that, mental health. And right? you're
0: clearer, your mind is clearer because the food that you put inside of you, you we are what we eat. Absolutely. That's in every spectrum of it. Because I control, remember, yeah. what you see is what you're digesting in your brain. Mm-hmm. What you hear is what you're digesting in your ear. Mm-hmm. What you taste is what you're digesting in your mouth. The five cents, what you touch is what you're digesting with your physical pores and mm-hmm. it's entering inside. So when people can look at it like that, now they can get a grips on, they just become conscious and know that everything around you matters. And I am an advocate for dismantling thought culture. Yeah. Like that is one of my goals in life mm-hmm. because it was me seeing those women on stage online around me in my environment and back then social media was just getting started mm-hmm. so we were seeing the it wasn't the word influencers yet like first of all follow you're following people yeah. influencer they're influencing you yeah. like yeah. i'm gonna just be real i'm not buying and i have chanel louis vuitton dior i didn't buy any of that
1: mm-hmm.
0: i solicited it because I got big stages to speak on and I wanna carry that. And so they're gonna give me that. That's what influencers do. They're influencing you. Many of these women got BBLs and trying to be at the gym selling Herbalife. Like I I know y'all not gonna like me for this, but it gotta be said, I've been all over the world and the women that are at the top in every other genre, except blacks, Mm -hmm. these are political figures. These are religious figures. These are people that are doing stuff in the community. Why is it in the black community our entertainers are our role models? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that makes them have pressure that they don't even want. Yeah. I get you, Cardi B, when you say that you ain't everybody's. We didn't ask you to be. Yeah. But there's a responsibility that comes with that platform. So as you grow, because you're still a young woman, just like I'm a young woman, just know that responsibility. That's how I kick it. Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm not coming with hate. I'm yeah, coming yeah, with for honesty. Sure, for sure. So it's just like, you know, because once people become conscious of that, they'll start to be conscious of what they intake and then what they digest and then yes. you'll start to produce different stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. So just through listening, through immersing yourself in a new mindset is how yes. you're able to pull yourself out and really start transforming your life. Correct. I know that you have some real estate projects that you have yes. launched as a result of speaking on stage. Tell yes. me a little bit about that. I'm just kind of curious what's yeah. next for you.
0: Oh man, thank you for asking. So, um, and just if anybody's keeping up with this, at the end of my story, I did get to go to college. I started advocating. I did a lot of different things, a lot of different jobs. But the one thing that I want to talk about as I get into the how the real estate came about okay. was masterminds, conferences, workshops, seminars, anything, if you ain't got no money, people do free things just to get you in their funnel. Yeah. So take advantage to the young people out there, business owners, We're always students for life, but it was the people that I met as a byproduct of paying where other people would go to pay on a weekend. Some people going to Miami Beach to go to Miami Beach. I'm going to Miami Beach because I'm going to speak at a conference where other people pay to be at a conference. They have money and businesses and somebody in that room is going to be my next client or my next um, investor, my next project. And that is what it was. So it was me investing in myself and going to all these things because guess what? You don't just eat good and then you're you're skinny forever. Yeah. You eat good and you create a lifestyle of it. For sure. For speakers, coaches, business owners, you get out of yourself and know that you're going to need to invest in yourself the rest of your life. Because you're investing to be around people that are going to feed you good fruits and that are going to continue to help you grow. Sure. And so I don't know who your coach is. Like I said, I offer Unleash to Speak for speakers. I also offer um, services um, called home for angels for in, for anybody who's a business owner that probably has properties that want to convert their properties into making money but also having a purpose because you're creating a space for women who have been trafficked or abused or sexually assaulted Holla at your girl like that is what I do mm-hmm. but all of that came about because I started going to conferences trainings and I nurture my mindset half of my year this year was spent at conferences and masterminds I met you. you at a mastermind, mastermind yeah, I wasn't speaking there mm-hmm. but I kept it was a stage I'll get into that later but I used <laughs> (laughs) it as a stage even though i didn't speak but i was honored but then on the opposite side of that i spoke so Mm -hmm. if i wasn't speaking i was learning yeah because how can i help people grow if i'm not growing
1: yeah so never
0: stop nurturing yourself and never stop growing so as i get into what i'm doing with my career like i told them Mm -hmm. when i left off i had a speaking business but it wasn't scalable i didn't know what to do so now i realize, like oh it's a whole genre and i need to get grants and Make Mm. more stages and do so. I have some stuff coming up on that arena, but when it comes to the real estate, so basically, I started off and I became an agent. Okay, I didn't like being an agent, so I started wholesaling. Gotcha. I didn't like wholesaling, (laughs) and let me tell y'all something about wholesaling. I was killing the game, but one of the things I was saying was, "Let me buy the, let me buy the block back and keep it black."
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not conscious that I'm buying the, the the I'm buying all of these inherited homes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: foreclosed homes, tax defraud homes from black people. Mm. I was in New Orleans doing yeah. this. So when I did my annual report and review, and 97% of my properties I closed on were black inherited properties. Yeah. I got out the game. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, so now <laughs> what do I do? I'm not wholesaling, I'm not doing real estate. I'm like but there's four pillars of wealth. Okay. You have real estate, insurance, money, asset, finances, and I would say now the health industry, wealth and he- health and wellness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in all four, but the one that I was focused the most on was real estate. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? How do I find a way to have real estate and also help people? Mm-hmm. So I looked up something called a 508 one ca. Okay. So that is a ministerial entity. Okay. Like a foundation. So there's different things. There's a five hundred one c three, a five hundred one c four. There's not for profits, S corps, all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get into all that, but I let's just say I structure my business very well yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to do what I do. Sure. But I knew that I wanted to purchase real estate, and I knew I could get that real estate given to me to be able to do the mission of housing women that have been trafficked. Okay. So I created a, a, a created a five hundred one one ca Okay. And I put that and made it an endowment. I'm giving y'all some game now. An endowment, a normal not-for-profit, number one, you can't talk about politics and you have to do certain thing with freedom of speech. Yeah. I didn't want that. So I created the 508. Got that, which is the same tax benefits as a not-for-profit. And when you're purchasing real estate, it's based on how you purchase it. You know, if you're doing residential versus commercial, if there's a lot of different perks. Tax write offs, stuff like that. So I want, I had, I did, it's a lot more to it, but let's just say I had a lot of people around me that could show me the game Hmm. because of the money I invested in myself and the places that I put myself and position myself. Absolutely. So 508, make that an endowment because with an endowment, Now it's a vehicle to invest the money you get from private investors in order to be able to grow and you use the proceeds from that to be able to do the um, philanthropic work. Because most people, the 501c3 is is old model. Like Number one, they don't have a good rep. Number two, I raised a lot of money for 501c3s sharing my story Mm -hmm. and never got a penny from it. And no offense to it because it was a cool model, but they have to continue to ask for more money. With the 508, Turn it into an endowment. Now I'm raising money. It's a better business model and people want to give to you yeah, yeah, because yeah. you have that business structure in there. That's so amazing, yeah. Then yeah. I took that and invested into real estate. Okay. And the way I invested it was something called sub two. So sub two, most people know about it, but if you don't know, it's where you can go and take over somebody's lease because they're going to go into foreclosure. They keep the lien, but you get something called a quick deed. Mm-hmm. So I need to pay for this, get some called a quick deed. And as a quick deed, you can now own that property and you can get equity out of that property and use credit lines off that property. And it's your property. But all you did was took over somebody's loan. Wow. And as the market is changing and foreclosures are happening, I got my liquid ready. Yeah, you yeah, got a for foreclosure, call me. Because <laughs> what I'm going to do <laughs> is convert that property that was a liability to you but it becomes an asset for me, which helps me to be able to house a million women that have been trafficked by in the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't do that by myself, but if I can help you help me help them, for sure. my model everybody is about wins, yeah. everybody wins. That's amazing. So that's what's up with the real estate, and it's called Home for Angels. Okay. And so honestly, this is not for everybody because you're going to be dealing with a population of very vulnerable women. And so it's very underground too. It's not like you get the house and you could tell everybody... Nah, this is very secretive. It's like an underground railroad for survivors. And I know I got people in all different states that I've helped to be able to do this. And they just help, you know, it's a phone call, it's a system, it's a flight, it's a, but it's really something that I'm passionate about, but I knew I needed money. Many people have a dream or a vision or a goal. You have to have money in order to get that done. So that's why with Equity Tap, I love what you talk about. I love what you stand for because we have equity inside of us, but we just don't know how to use it. I leveraged people, Mm -hmm. my pain, and I always talk about my favorite speaking topic is called PPP. That's where you turn your pain into your purpose and you use your purpose to make a profit. And so I hope that me sharing my story and showing you how I did that and how I used all this stuff in order to be able to build out a charitable organization in order to be able to build out my speaking career. And now I'm going to be actually doing Ted talks for other individuals. So I got approved to do a Ted talk. And so I'm looking for women who have a story like mine that are resilient. And I want to, I want to bring them out and host a Ted talk. I'm not going to give too much details, but you know, you can hit me up if you're interested in it, but I have 10 spots open. But what happens when you organize a Ted talk is a privately, independently organized Ted talk. And Oh. I can't speak in it. Gotcha. The organizer can't speak at it. Okay. So that but so that's why I, I'm I don't want to be the person who speaks anymore. When you're trying to scale a business, I've spoke for years. Yeah. Now I want to be the person who's helping other speakers sure. get on a stage and do it the correct
1: way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shamitra, this has been amazing. <laughs> this has been amazing. Thank this you. is so appropriate for this time of the year, right? Yeah. Because this that boost, of, for one, faith, right? And yes. it's inspirational. It's the motivation that, yes. you know, you can take and really just propel yourself to the next level yeah. going into the uh, top of the year. So I appreciate yeah. you taking time out of your schedule because I know you move around a lot. <laughs>
0: yes. right? I
1: tried to catch you last time you was here. I and know. I, I, I missed like- you. I was like, wow. Well, I, I was a little confused. I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure we make this happen next time you come to town. So this has been amazing. What I want from you, uh, as yeah. we close out, I want people to be able to keep up with you. So yeah. just kind of let them know your social media handles, wherever they yeah. can keep up with you, how they can support the organization. Yeah. And then in closing, any advice that you have to an entrepreneur who's on the other side, you've already yeah. given out a ton of game, yeah, but I know okay. it's, it's in you. So any closing advice you have, the floor is yours. Let people know you know, how they can keep up with you.
0: Thank you. So one of the ways you can keep up with me, and this is one of the pieces of game, I'm going to give you all two, but this is One your business will change your motives will change your mission will change but your name will never change yeah. so Everything is under Shamitria Gonzalez Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And I use incorporated because you can get the neat code, you can get as much funding as you want, but <laughs> but I'm just saying, don't ever put anything. Um, if you use your business and you put it into a trust, as we learned, yep. Yep. and you make yourself an enterprise, now you have a lot of more leverage. Mm-hmm. So my name is everything. There's a website, I do have different organ different things, but shimitria gonzalez.com. That's s-h-a-m-e-t-r-i-a. Gonzales, G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S, not a Z. dot com, and it'll have a lot of my story on there. But the best thing you can do, I always give out fifteen minute consultations, and you know I have a virtual assistant now, so just reach out to them through my pay- web page, and you can always get to me if you want to find out more about my story. YouTube, Instagram, um, it's all the same name. Type that in any of those entities and I will pop up. There's articles, there's all types of stuff, but just stay tapped in. I do a lot of motivation. I do a lot of inspirational things. If you do want to support the the charitable organization, see what I'm saying? I almost said it. If you do want to support the charitable organization, or if you're a business owner who has a list of properties that wanna convert your model to the model that I use in order to get government contracts to house women. And you don't have to worry about clients or or rent tenants or the Section 8. You wanna do something that matters, hit me up. It's called Home for Angels. I have a system that I've created it, it's it's a beautiful system but it's not for everybody you got to be ready willing and um have a, a heart to serve yeah. and you also have to be able to keep yourself under the radar because this is something that's it's a bit you know it, it's it's a it's a dangerous to it this is assessment that we yeah. go through to see if you qualify but there is risk associated with it i'm just willing to do it because just like harriet tubman i just saw her movie at the end of that movie she had this speech and she talked to freglet like to all these different people she was like Y'all can sit up here high and mighty in y'all's suits and y'all's fancy stuff, but I'll never forget what it was like to be a slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm free. And that's why I keep going back. For sure. I'll never forget what it was like to be trafficked. Yeah, Now I'm free. And that's why I'm creating avenues to where they never have to go back because I can't go back. But I have systems and I work with certain entities to be able to make sure that when they get out, they won't go back. Sure. So that is my why. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I think as we go into this new year, um, That the game that I'll give them is um it's something I learned from Dean Graciosi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He so I was one of Tony Robbins' platinum members. Dean Graciosi actually bought Tony Robbins' platinum members, and I was in London with them, and we were on a plane ride, and he gave me his book, and we talked and stuff. But he asked me, he was like, he asked me like a series of questions, which was like, "What's your why?" Mm -hmm. So it's this thing he does called Seven Levels Deep.
1: Okay.
0: So no matter where you are right now business, personal life, relationships, your why is your anchor. And think of a ship and your ship being anchored to that why. That ship is going to drift in, at sea. Remember mm-hmm. what he said about drifting? Yeah. If you don't want to drift, You will, and th- that anchor is going to hold you to it. Yeah. So when you get to why, the real why, that's what's going to help you get through that moment when you feel like you about to file bankruptcy. Yeah, get yeah. through that moment when he cheated I mean, on you and you feel like you don't want to go back, but you maybe just have a deeper system of why you want to be able to make sure that it didn't happen because your family was, you know, you never had a family that had the same baby daddy, same mama. Like It's so much deeper than what we say surface yeah, yeah. level because yeah. people don't listen to react. They listen to respond. They don't sure. listen to retain. So for y'all out there, by the time you get to the seventh level, most of the times people crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even when you was like, whew, because it's real. Yeah, yeah, and sure. it's it, the, our why is so deep inside of us yeah. that we forget that when we get so surface level, and all this other stuff distract yeah. us, right? So that's the game I'll leave you with is if you're struggling with something right now, and as we go into 2024 and everybody is kind of figuring out all this stuff, there's this new technology, there's a market crash, there's uncertainty, know what you want and then ask yourself why you want it. And when you figure that out, put that in your, write it on a card and put it in your pocket. And when something hurts, it feel like you want to give up, the enemy get in your head, you start to drift, your bank, you can't pay your rent, whatever it may be. Remember that why
1: this is amazing <laughs> i appreciate this listen i'm gonna put all of her information down in the description i need y'all to tap in with her uh also man if you guys are finding value out of this content do me a favor hit subscribe turn on the notification so that as we continue to bring out more content like this you guys will be the first ones to know listen my platform is always open to you anytime you. you want to come back you got any <laughs> projects that you're working on you yeah. just hit me up we're going to make this happen, okay? I
0: appreciate you. And I appreciate his audience. And you guys have a very, 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 very good person that's a leader for you. And I just say continue to tap in into the equity inside of you because that's what he's pulling
1: out. For sure. For sure. But look, man, we love you guys. And we'll see y'all at the top. Bye.